Cambridge Muslim College, training the next generation of Muslim thinkers. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. We are near the summit of Mount Ramadan now. We're looking out for the night of power, recognizing our own lack of power, crushed by the majesty and absoluteness of the fast. I'm speaking from the Arabic library here at the Cambridge Muslim College to conclude my exploration of Surah Zumar. We've seen Tawheed as its central focus, not a mere verbal doctrine about God's uniqueness and indivisibility, but something much more, a state of awareness about the universe and its radical dependence on its source. This is practical Tawheed, a blueprint for directing our complex lives towards the One, giving us purpose, coherence and hope. The Surah offers us consolation in the midst of hardship and pain. God's plan is going to prevail. Tawheed and Tawakkul are two sides of the same coin. Indeed, Imam al-Ghazali marries them together in a single book of his Ihya. One of my favourite passages in literature comes at the end of a book called The Early Hours. This is a novel by Marmaduke Pictor, which he wrote to document the challenges faced by the Ummah in the aftermath of the Balkan Wars and the First World War, a time of division, nationalism and ethnic cleansing by violent enemies. The Early Hours is probably the greatest Muslim novel ever written in English, and it repays frequent reading. The title comes from the Quran, Wad Duha, the surah which consoles the Holy Prophet in an hour of great grief during the Meccan persecution. The novel explores the monotheistic value of tawakkul, we weep but we know who is in charge. The hero, Qamar din has lost his beloved wife to the ethnic cleansers in the Balkans. His old world seems to be falling apart. He's sitting quietly in a garden with a new wife, a friend's middle-aged widow, and they contemplate the state of the world, rather as we do today. The enemies of faith are rampaging, the Muslims are fighting among themselves. And yet, Islam goes on. The Doha is a new dawn. God's plans prevail. Rashida asks, what will happen to us, surrounded as we are by enemies? And Qamar din replies with words which end this great novel. Why should you be downcast? For you are not the end, though we shall serve the end if Allah wills. If we are doomed, it may well be that our destruction by injustice will be the signal for a great revival of Islam. These are the early hours, for light and darkness, good and evil, life and death, succeed each other always by divine decree. Each has its usefulness towards Allah's purpose, but evil will not triumph ultimately, that is sure. Let's now rejoin Surat Zumar as, like a great symphony, it returns to its opening theme with passages of bold colours and a very exalted grandeur. The theme is the end times, when the Almighty, who set up the laws and patterns of creation and determined the mystery of good and evil, unveils his purposes to all. Tyranny, zulm, literally darkness, is shown to be the obscene yet frail defiance which it is the oligarchs, murderers, coup leaders and oppressors scurry from the light like insects in a cave. But this is what God says. وَيَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ تَرَى الَّذِينَ كَذَبُوا عَلَى اللَّهِ وَجُوهُهُمْ مُسْوَدَّةِ أَلَيْسَ فِي جَهَنَّمَ مَثْوًا لِلْمُتَكَبِّرِينَ On the day of arising, you will see those who told lies against God, their faces darkened. Shall there be no abode in the inferno for the proud? 
And God saves those who feared him to their place of triumph. No harm touches them and they do not sorrow. So that great day, we call it a day, although the normal cosmic laws will have been quite overturned and we will stand in a very different environment, akin to the emergence from the womb, sees the differentiation of those who put their trust in the many from those who love the one source. Imam Mu'aini reminds us as well that God's salvation is by his will and is not the result of our actions. We act in obedience to him and because his commands are right and beautiful, but we must never think that we can earn the salvation. It is his gift. The argument has come full circle and we are with pure Tawheed once again. Allah khaliqu kulli shay'in wa huwa ala kulli shay'in wakeel. God is creator of all things. He is in charge over them. This is why we say, Hasbun Allah wa ni'mal wakeel. He is enough for us and an excellent guardian. Again, Tawheed and Tawakkul turn out to be twins. Lahu maqalidu al-samawati wal-ard. وَالَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا بِآيَاتِ اللَّهِ أُولَٰئِكَ هُمُ الْخَاسِرُونَ The keys of the heavens and the earth are his, and those who cover up God's signs, they are the losers. قُلْ أَفَغَيْرَ اللَّهِ تَأْمُرُونِ أَعْبُدُ أَيُّهَا الْجَاهِلُونَ Say, it is, say, is it other than God that you command me to worship, you ignorant ones? These passages denote God as the master signifier of the world. The keys of everything are his. We might say nowadays every password. He supplies the existence and unlocks the meaning of every sign. He is the sense of their manifestation to us. But in one of the great paradoxes of being, his sheer closeness to us can veil him from our sight. We need to refocus. He is al-qarib, the near, but even so we may not see it. وَمَا قَدَرُوا اللَّهَ حَقَّ قَدْرِهِ وَالْأَرْضُ جَمِيعًا قَبَضَتُهُ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ وَالسَّمَاوَاتُ مَطْوِيَّاتٌ بِيَمِينِهِ سُبْحَانَهُ وَتَعَالَى أَمَّا يُشْرِكُونَ They have not estimated God's true measure. And the whole earth shall be in his grip on the day of arising, and the heavens folded up in his right hand. Glory to him, and exalted is he above what they impartner to him. Imam Mu'aini says, How can one estimate the measure of he who alone can measure himself? How can one estimate his measure when nothing in creation is like him? The horn is blown, and all in the heavens and the earth fall down in a swoon, save those God spares. Then it is blown once again, and behold, they are on their feet, watching. The earth will shine out with its Lord's light. 
The book will be laid. The prophets and witnesses shall be brought. Judgment is made between them and they are not wronged. Now, what does it mean for the earth to shine with God's light? Some of the commentators say that this is a metaphor for God's justice. The day of judgment is going to be a time when light is shone into all murky corners of our lives. But Imam Mu'aini offers a further, more metaphysical sense. And nur huwa zuhur, he says, light is manifestation. What is apparent, zahir, in the heavens and the earth, what we would call the universe, is God. But this light is only apparent to everyone on the day of arising. In other words, the intuitive truth of Tawheed is the ground of everything, which the egotists deny, shines out. So even the most blinkered and deluded sinners will see it. That is when everyone, without exception, is going to affirm, Allahu nur al-samawati wal-ard, God is the light of the heavens and the earth. Yes, the earth as well, because the being, the root and the ultimate nature of all things is Allah's light. Next there comes a passage about the inferno as the appropriate location for those who stoke the flames and desire and ignorance in their own hearts. And then, Those who are God-weary will be led to the garden in throngs until when they come its gates are opened and its keepers shall tell them Peace be upon you, good you were, enter it for evermore. The throngs are the Zumar, which give our surah its name. They can refer to the various nations of mankind who are mustered together. Imam Mu'aini homes in on the Salamun Alaikum, the peace be upon you, and the Tibetum, the good you were. He writes, their spirits have been sweetened by obedience, their hearts by God himself, and their nafs, their lower selves, by avoiding their desires and vain hopes, and by their refusing to claim any autonomy in their affairs for they had handed everything over to their creator. And finally, the great final verse. You see the angels encompassing the throne, glorifying their Lord with praise, Judgment is made upon them with truth, and it is said, Praises for Allah, Lord of the worlds. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. And our surah is done. The great theme of monotheism has reached its summing up. Imam Mu'aini tells us that the angels around the throne denote everyone's duty to approach him بالافتقار والعبودية والتذلل واعتقاد التنزيه لله In other words, in poverty, slavehood, self-abasement and belief in his transcendent otherness. Like the angels, we should make tasbih and hamd, that is the sound of his nearness. And the most fundamental human realization, when pride and ignorance are swept away, is alhamdulillah. As with the fatiha, we are asked to proclaim that he, the one, is Lord of all, of every world. May Allah bless and deepen your fasting and give you strength. May he give health and the joy of faith to your families, and grant you a very blessed Eid. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah.